Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Frank Isola, and Mina, I'm honored that they asked us back for a second straight week. Great. <laughs> I'm Mina Kimes, and hey, just so long as I'm not working with Pablo. Ah, good call. I like that. You got tired of crushing me last week. <laughs> now you're going to pick on your good friend Pablo, or as I like to say when I'm here, Pablo who? Who is that? Exactly? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh, it's all in fun. He's a big star like you. I'm just... A utility player, as they like to say. Welcome to PTI. Mike and Tony are still on their river tubing adventure, so I'm lucky to be joined by my great friend from NFL Live and mother of Lenny, Mina Kimes, everyone. Pretty good. Look how happy everyone is. Let's start with baseball's all-star festivities. The American League won the game itself for the ninth straight time. Unbelievable. Behind back-to-back homers in the fourth by John Carlos Stanton, and Byron Buxton, the win followed a pregame tribute to Jackie Robinson in the celebration of the 100th birthday of his widow, Rachel. And all that was preceded by Monday's Home Run Derby, where Washington's Juan Soto topped Seattle's Julio Rodriguez. That's your guy. So, Mina, what was your biggest takeaway from the two days? Well, being here in Los Angeles, I feel some pressure to say Clayton Kershaw getting his first start, yeah. absolutely crushing it, throwing out Otani, which was one of my favorite moments from the game, Frank. But we all know that the best event of the week is not actually the All-Star game, but the Home Run Derby, or as I like to call it, Julio Rodriguez's coming out party. Yeah. You're going to say that I'm biased, but come on. <laughs> Nobody expected anything out of him going into this, and all he did was hit 30-plus homers in two rounds, which has never happened. Prior to this, there's only been four rounds like that. Yes, Juan Soto won, but I like to think Julio ran away with America's hearts and also $750,000, which is more than the rookie makes in a year. (laughs) And you did predict that last week that he would have a big weekend. You know, the one thing about the ceremonies, which I thought were great, I'm still waiting for Fox to show Fernando Valenzuela throwing out the first pitch. Why we had to miss that? They showed everything else. I want to see Fernando out there. And you mentioned Shohei, and Fox had everybody mic'd up. I think you, myself, and I think John Hamm were the only people not mic'd up last (laughs) night. But right before he's about to face Clayton Kershaw, they asked Shohei Otani, it was Tom Verducci about what he's expecting. He says, I'm going, to see the, I'm going to swing at the first pitch. And that's exactly what he did. And I thought the players being mic'd up, sometimes a little intrusive, but John Collar Stanton, he's standing there out there in the outfield, and he's talking about, I used to come to games, I sat out here in the outfield, and guess what? He ended up hitting the game-tying home run there, and he wins the MVP. So I thought the American League won, John Collar Stanton won. I thought baseball won, because listen, the All-Star game, we get it. It's not the same because of interleague play, but it's still that game last night had a little juice to it. Yeah, and for all the criticism baseball gets about entertainment and time, they know how to throw an all-star yeah. game. It is the best of any of the sports, in my opinion. Yeah, and by, and by the way, Alec, Alec Manoa, how about the oh. pitcher from Toronto? So the, John Smoltz is talking to him as he's pitching. He's blowing everyone away, and then Smoltz says, yeah, throw a slider at Jeff McNeil of the Mets. And what does he do? He hits him in the foot. So Met fans are mad at John Smoltz, and Alec yes. Manoa had a right to be mad at him because he was blowing everyone away up until that pitch. It was a pretty he cool also, scene. He also said it would be sexy, as I recall. That's right. That's all right. right. 
Uh, speaking of baseball, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred is getting some heat for something he said before the game. In the wake of a congressional inquiry into baseball's antitrust exemptions, Hannah Kaiser of Yahoo asked Manfred if owners don't pay minor leaguers a living wage because they can't afford to if they're not interested in doing so. Manfred replied, I kind of reject the premise of the question that they're not paid a living wage. Frank, what do you make of Manfred's response? Yeah, that's easy for him to say. He makes $17 million a year. And in theory, they have done some things. So they're paying for the living, uh, their living. They also have rookies. Now think about this. The wages for minor league players. Rookie ball went from 290 to 400 a week. Single A, 290 to 500 a week. But compare that to the G League, where they make $38,000 a year. NFL practice players make about $9,000 per week. So when I think about how much money baseball makes, and they just offered Juan Soto a contract worth $440 million over, what is it, about 15 years. I don't know why the, the owners and even the players, and I get it, minor league players are not in a union, but why not have both of them get together and chip in a little bit more money for the minor league players? Because guess what? Most of the guys that are in the majors now, Mina, if, if, with a few notable exceptions, all played minor league baseball. They've all been down this road before. Well, it shouldn't be on the players. It should be on the business that makes billions of dollars to yeah. play the, pay their employees. And yes, they are employees. It's kind of ironic to me that Rob Manfred is the commissioner of baseball because he seems to routinely commit more errors like this <laughs> than anyone who runs any other sport. I mean, I don't understand why he can't simply... Uh, point to some of the improvements that you've pointed to instead of making this point about the living wage or whatnot. Um, and of course, as you said, it is callous given how much money he makes. It's also something that can be disputed. Yeah. So most minor leaguers make $14,000 or less. Where yeah. I live in California, a living wage is more than twice that, yeah. Frank. And, and Manfred would probably reply by saying, well, these are seasonal employees. You know, they're part-time jobs in the past. He's called them apprenticeships, artistic yeah. pursuits. But the reality is, if Major League Baseball did not have to pay them, they wouldn't. But they're a necessary part of developing the sport, something that uh, Rob Manfred knows, but he can't resist litigating yeah. the point. And while that might be fine for a lawyer, to me, it's a bad look for the steward of the sport. Yeah, I meant to say that they're paying for the housing. Let me ask you this, though. What about the golfer or the tennis player, you know, and, you know, both on the ladies' side and the men's side, trying to make it in their sport? And they're at the bottom. You know, they're not even ranked. And they're basically living out of their cars. What do you say to people? Like, because this happens with what about people who get out of college and are hardly yeah. making any money and they need to room with other, uh, other people in the city to try to, you know, generate some income and save they're some not money? They're not employees of a multi-billion dollar corporation. You know, something you often hear um, people say about minor leagues, well, they're not making money for them, right? Minor yeah. league teams don't make a lot of money. They are paid by the major leagues. Minimum wage laws exist for a reason. By the way, Major League Baseball just settled a massive class action suit, paying them $185 million after uh, conceding that they had made some mistakes on that front. Uh, and the point is they're sort of like research and development for yeah. the major leagues. They should pay them because in the end, they do contribute to the sport. Yeah, it's hard to believe that rookie ball and single A, they were making 290 a week. I mean, come on now. All right, the Lakers are either coming together or falling apart. Chris Haynes of Yahoo reports LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook all got together on the phone during the first weekend of Summer League and committed to making things work in L.A. This is such a cute story. But that report follows news that Westbrook dumped longtime agent Thad Fouché, who indicated that Westbrook would rather move on from the team than stick it out. Mina, 
Does it sound to you like the Lakers' big three have settled their differences? No. No, I mean, I, I am impressed that they managed to pull up a three-way phone call. That's Even I do not very, know how to do that. I suggest that there's some <laughs> seriousness there. But unless Russell Westbrook said on that call, hey, guys, I'm willing to play off the fall, ball. I'm yeah. willing to be your Bruce Brown or your Gary Payton II. No, I don't believe their differences are settled because Russell Westbrook playing the way he does means LeBron James is not going to win another championship. The King said recently on his show, The Shop, uh, you know, that he wasn't sure maybe some of his teammates wanted to win as much as he does. Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. Frank, you know that LeBron James never says anything yep. by accident. And once that came out, it told me he wants Westbrook on. All right. So they have a phone call. It doesn't matter what you say over the phone in July, because guess what? On December 30th, LeBron is still going to be 38 years old. Anthony Davis has been fragile, and Russell Westbrook, he's got a crooked jump shot. So I don't know how a phone call in July changes that. And you're 100% right. Most people thought when they added Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook needs to dominate the ball, and LeBron is better off with the ball in his hands running everything. But what's interesting is you have his agent coming out and saying the things that he said and essentially telling you if Russell Westbrook goes to another team, they're going to have to include – a draft pick, and if Russell Westbrook goes to another team, there's a very good chance that they're going to buy him out. The agent, or the former agent, now wants him to stick it out with the Lakers and become more of a defensive first point guard with Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham just said the other day on Vince Carter's show that I want him to play the role that Drew Holiday played with us in Milwaukee, where he you know, sometimes played off the ball. I-, I was surprised at the agent. The agent made a lot of money off of Russell Westbrook. I understand they had a good partnership together, but I don't know. It, it seemed like he spoke out of school there. i got to be honest Look- with you. Uh, Yeah, it was a little bit odd, and he might want Russell Westbrook to change at this point in his career. I want to be doing the show today with Tony Kornheiser, but you know what? We can't always get what we want, Frank. Sometimes you have to accept reality. All right, let's move to golf. For Team Europe is looking for a new Ryder Cup captain. The team fired Henrik Stenson today following word that he will join the Saudi tour. Beyond Stenson, British Open champ Cam Smith, he with the glorious hair, did not shut down speculation <laughs> that he might join, the New York Post reports. Also that NBC's David Faraday is joining the booth. And if that wasn't enough, Dan Patrick reports that Charles Barkley is listening to a pitch as soon as tonight. Frank, is the Saudi tour's money actually succeeding in buying at credibility? All right, let's not bury the lead. So you and I talked a lot last week about the Open, which was taking place in Scotland. Mina and I were actually texting on Saturday about the British Open. You want to talk about the feel-good movie of the summer. That was it right there. You and I texting about Rory McIlroy, because that's who we both wanted to see win. And I guess the story now is that Cam Smith, the reports out of Australia are that he may join the tour. It'll be after the FedEx playoff in about another month or so. So there's a chance that could happen. The thing with the, the Live Tour, and they have a lot of big names on there, but Stenson is a guy, he's 46 years old. He's ranked over 200 in the world. Not really that big of a deal. They still have to get a TV deal, which could eventually happen. Right now it's on Facebook and it's on YouTube. But I will say this, getting Charles Barkley would be a coup for them because Charles Barkley is the one broadcaster that, you know, he attracts people to a television set. No offense to Tom Brady. He's not going to do it for football. People are still going to watch a football game regardless of whether or not Tom Brady's making about $40 million to call the game. Charles Barkley is a little bit different, but I also think Charles Barkley, Mina, as kind of the everyman, I think he's going to hurt his image here. Yes, he's probably going to get a lot of money. I think he's going to hurt his image with the, with the public, which adores him for the most part. Maybe in the short term, you're right. But in the long term, he would be making the same bet that Liv is making yeah. here, which is amassing stars ultimately will lead people 
to forget the fact that they are funded by a regime with a terrible human rights record. That's That's how sports washing works. If you make fans care about what's happening on the field, or in this case, the course, eventually, over time, they forget what's happening off of it. it. And, And I know that sounds cynical, but we've seen that proven true time and time again. And as Liv keeps throwing money at these stars, it seems inevitable that they're headed in that direction. And Ian Baker Finch, the Australian, he was saying to Cam Smith, you know, create your own legacy on the PGA Tour. It's one thing for these older guys to go and chase the big money, but you're young and, you know, to do it every week on the PGA Tour is going to help you in the long run to win the majors, which is what it's all about. But the guy just won... The Open, and now there's a chance another month he could be joining the tour. It's hard to believe. All right, let's take a break, Mina. But coming up, was it really an insult to Juan Soto that he had to fly commercial to the All-Star game? Wow. Tragedy. Tragedy. And are the Raiders (laughs) right that no one respects them? Let's face it. You fly private a lot, so don't be knocking Juan Soto. I'm the commercial guy. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First all without ads. You know what this means, uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash PTI. That's amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona Extra, part of Happy Hour. It's mail time when you send questions to Mike and Tony, and they get answered by Mina and Frank. All right, let's see what we got first here. Mail time! All right. As you'll like this one. Is Scott Boros right to be upset that the Nationals made Juan Soto fly commercial to the All-Star game? Okay, so there are a couple ways to look at this, one of which, and I suspect most people hearing this who do not normally fly private might take it this way, is an uber-wealthy agent complaining about his uber-wealthy client uh, having to fly commercial. God forbid, when, of course, Boris himself could have chartered him a plane easily. Most people will uh, not interpret that as something of a tragedy. Nats fans, however, might see it as a tragedy because, Frank, it is yet another sign that the team and the player are miles apart. They want their team to do whatever it takes to keep Juan Soto in the fold, but increasingly it looks like he is gone. Yeah, sometimes if you're the agent, you have to read the room. Your client just turned down 15 years, $440 million. He turns that down. Now you want the team 
to get you a private jet so you can fly out to L.A. for the All-Star game. You know, and you're making it sound like he didn't, you know, he didn't travel by stagecoach. He probably was sitting in first class on a nice commercial flight. But here's the issue. If you're the Nationals, this is a young player. He's already won a World Series. He's a pretty accomplished guy who, who's 23, 24 years old. It said, if you're a Nationals fan, you lost Bryce Harper to free agency, and now it looks like you're going to trade Soto. And the thing is, Mina, already teams are lining up, including the evil empire, the New York Yankees. So there you go. All I right. thought you were going to say the Seattle Mariners after the evil That's empire. That's the new evil empire. All right, let's see what we got next here. All right. Is Derek Carr right that, quote, no one thinks anything of the Raiders? Wow. So in a way, okay, normally when people, quarterbacks, players, whatever, say nobody believes in us, I laugh because that is a typical card to play. However, Carr might actually be right here. I mean, Vegas has the Raiders fourth in their division. But to me, that's more a reflection of the division, the AFC West, which is the best in the NFL, and not an insult to the Raiders themselves. Look, this offense is going to be fantastic with the addition of Devontae Adams. Trying to cover him and Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro is a nightmare. But the defense is still questionable. Even with Chandler Jones in the fold, that secondary still has issues. And they have to go up against Russell Wilson. Justin Herbert, and of course, Patrick Mahomes. I think they're a playoff team, Frank, but they're not amongst the best in their division, and that's fair. And and think about it. When Devontae Adams leaves the Packers, it's more about all the stories are how it's going to impact Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay as opposed (laughs) to how it's going to impact Derek Carr. But you just said he probably watches NFL Live because all he ever hears is Mina Kimes talk about is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert and Derek Carr singing, (laughs) didn't I beat him last year on the final night of the season? Really one of the best regular season games you're ever going to see. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Herbert out of Quarterbacks don't play other quarterbacks, Frank. Yes, they do. When, when it fits my argument, it works, and he beat him that day. But you're right. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Russell Wilson in the same division. So, of course, if, if you're a car, your team, and you're, you're not going to get the same attention. But a new coach there, and they play. You know, the, the fans in, that, in Las Vegas love them. We'll see how it works out. I don't see them as a playoff team, not from that division, that's for sure. So. Spicy. All right, that's all the mail. I didn't get the invitation to your barbecue. Let's take one last break. But still to come, is Gronk's retirement really permanent after all? Evidence to the contrary. And a couple of the biggest names in tennis history are on the entry list for the U.S. Open. Should we expect him to play? That big Labor Day barbecue that you have. Everyone talks about it. Literally never had a barbecue. Never been there. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
end. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live La Vida Maspina. Part of happy hour. It's happy time. Happy 26th birthday, Ben Simmons. It's been 13 months since we last saw the top overall pick of the 2016 NBA draft actually play. And to be fair, he wasn't very good. In the Sixers' second-round playoff series loss to the Atlanta Hawks, Simmons shot 15 of 45 from the free-throw line. Simmons followed that disastrous performance by first requesting to be traded and then holding out of training camp for what the Sixers said was a mental health issue. Simmons reportedly accrued an NBA record $10 million in fines for missing practices and games before being traded to Brooklyn in February for James Harden. The belief was that the 6'9 Simmons, who could defend, rebound, and run an offense, would be the perfect complement to Kevin Durant. Instead, a back injury kept Simmons sidelined for the remainder of the season, and now that Kevin Durant has asked to be traded, there is a possibility that Simmons will never get to play with and learn from one of the best ever do it. There's a possibility, but it seems to be shrinking as yeah. time goes by. And if I'm Ben Simmons, I am begging, of course, Katie and Kyrie to stay on this team because, as you said, he is a good fit next to them if he doesn't have to shoot. And I'd also like to say, you just wish him happy birthday. He is only 26. Yes. I know people are writing this guy off, but he is still very young and has flashed a ton of talent before this latest uh, time he, away. He should be doing everything he can to convince Kevin Durant to stay because he's never going to play with a better player. Happy anniversary, Carmelo Anthony, or as we say in New York, Carmelo Anthony. Around this day four years ago, the Thunder traded you to the Hawks, who soon agreed to essentially a full $28 million buyout. Melo ended up in Houston with his good pal Chris Paul, but last all of 10 games with the Rockets before they decided he didn't fit with them either. Carmelo was out of the league for 13 months until he signed with the Portland Trailblazers, and he did have a bit of a resurgence in the Pacific Northwest. That's Mina's old stomping grounds. Carmelo, who spent last season with the Lakers, is currently a free agent, and there is a possibility of him returning to the Knicks. His son, Kyan, is going to play at Christ the King High School in Queens. He would do a little investigation here. If this is it for Melo, he'll end his career with 10 All-Star appearances, four gold medals, and ranked ninth on the all-time scoring list. And speaking from personal experience, from having covered Carmelo in New York, you cannot ask for a more accommodating and likable big star. You know, Frank, I don't think this is it for Carmelo. I do think he is a desirable free agent, which is amazing. I don't think it's something we would have said a few years ago. But unlike Russell Westbrook in Los Angeles, he embraced the yeah. role assigned to him. He posted the highest true shooting percentage of his career. And I think he is desirable for teams, perhaps including your hometown Knicks. Yeah, Philadelphia is another one that he might end up with. And eventual happy trails to Gronk's latest retirement. Gronk officially retired for a second time one month ago and has said he can't see coming back even if Tom Brady calls. But his significant other, Camille Kostek, told Sports Illustrated Swimsuit on Saturday, I think maybe he'll come back again. I feel like him and Tom are just having fun, like retired, not retired, <laughs> retired, not retired. Gronk's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, also has said that he feels the door is open to a possible return. 
I would like to propose a ban on including Rob Gronkowski in Happy Trails, along with Tom Brady, because I don't trust that either of them will ever retire, uh, especially now that we're hearing from his significant other and his agent. But we did attribute the quote to Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, and we didn't do that. And then we have one omission <laughs> from our last segment. Derek Carr made those comments to the Raiders, mm. getting no respect to the athletic. So there you go. The athletic had that. All right. We're running out of show. Let's go to the big finish. Naomi Osaka will return to the court in San Jose in August. Significant. Of course, it's significant since she hasn't played since losing the first round of the French Open. Uh, she is now playing, by the way, it seems, without her coach of several years. So that should be interesting. Speaking of tennis, both Serena Williams and Novak Djokovic are listed amongst the entrants for the U.S. Open. Surprised? Yeah, the tournament wants them there, but the U.S. government is not going to allow them in the country. Adam Schefter reports that the 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo's agents permission to seek a trade. Big news? Only insofar as it quells any rumors that he's staying with the team and Trey Lance is in the future. Bayern Munich at DC United tonight. Frank, you're going. Who you got? I got the guy selling water because it is hot. Last one. <laughs> it's 50 days until the NFL opener between the Bills and Rams. Excited? Not really. Of course I'm excited. It's football. Come on, Frank. You're kind of Mrs. Ram here. We're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. And I am not Mrs. Rams. I'm Mina Kimes. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now here's Sports. Are, are you going to be doing Ram games again? I am. But I know that deep down, I think you want to do uh, golf. A lot of talk over the weekend about <laughs> golf from being a con. We'll be back tomorrow.